Welcome to the Digital Dilemma Podcast, Episode 3. You're listening to The Digital Dilemma, serving up a healthy dose of the latest news and insights on all things social media and digital tech with your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome once again, my friends. How are you? Good to have you back on The Digital Dilemma. This is episode three. My name is Wayne Denner and the idea is simple. Each week we take a look at the latest smartphone apps, technology gadgets, and the latest news from the world of social media. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics you feel we should cover on The Digital Dilemma, please do drop me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to hello at wayndenner.com. I am super excited this week, as on Friday the 12th of December, my book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, is available to buy for only $9.95. You can pick up your copy direct from my website at wayndenner.com. This book is an essential read for all teens who use the internet and social media, but it also has practical tips and advice for parents and an overview of many of the smartphone apps which teens are using. On this week's show, we're revisiting the world of smartphone apps. Last week, we took a look at Snapchat, and on this week's show, we're taking a look at Uvu and Kick Messenger. To put it in context really quickly, 87% of UK teens have a smartphone. And as parents, many of us are purchasers of this technology. It's important that we're aware of some of the smartphone apps which our young people are using and also how they work. So what is Kick Messenger? Simply, it's an instant messaging application available for iOS, Android and Windows smartphones. Kick boasts a user base of over 120 million users as of May 2014. But a quick check on the Kick website now places this figure at 185 million users. Kick Messenger is the first smartphone messaging app with a built-in browser. You can talk, browse and share with your friends with all without leaving the app itself. You can see pretty quickly how users could be potentially spending a lot of time interacting with the app. Now you might be scratching your head trying to ponder why on earth would 185 million people be using Kick Messenger? Well, very simply, it's a free SMS substitute, which unlike some other operators, it operates on all platforms. So no matter what smartphone device you're using, Kick Messenger should in theory be available. Now the other thing which makes the app appealing, especially to a younger audience, is that when you register for Kick, your mobile number is not required. In a nutshell, this means that you can access Kick from other devices such as the iPod. Unlike other social networking platforms in which the age is 13 to sign up, with Kick, the age is in fact 17. But the main problem and the main concern for me with this particular approach is there is no age verification software in place. So there is no way of actually confirming what age the actual user is who's accessing the app. Within Kick Messenger, users can also access Kick cards or apps as they are known, basically allowing users to access other apps from within Kick, many of which potentially could be unsuitable for younger users. Some of the apps which I came across when looking at Kick Messenger was Kick Video, YouTube, Match Chat, Kiss Kiss and Photobomb uh, which allows you to create self-destructing messages which similar to Snapchat destruct in seconds. Now the next app which we want to talk about on this week's podcast is Uvu. Uvu is a smartphone app which is becoming increasingly popular particularly with high school teens. 
Uvu is a video and messaging based app which is currently available for iOS and Android smartphones. But you can also use Uvu through your PC. The video element of the chat app allows you to chat with up to 12 people at a time with the ability to see four people on the screen. Many people love FaceTime so I can see pretty quickly how this smartphone app may just catch on to the masses. Now unlike Kick, which we spoke about a few moments ago, Uvu does not have the ability to play games or browse within the app itself. According to Uvu's terms and conditions, you must be 13 years of age to use the app, but as we've seen with this app and other apps, and indeed other social media platforms, there is no age verification element in place, so it becomes difficult to enforce the actual age of the user who's using the apps. Other things that you can do on Uvu include leave video messages, add a YouTube video to a group chat, you can screen share, you can send files, and you can also find and search for other Uvu users. Now the app does offer, offer privacy settings which allow users to change how people find them using Uvu. The current three options which are available are anyone, which means your settings are open to anybody to find you. You can also uh, have it set to people who know your email address or your Uvu ID, or you can leave it to nobody can find you using Uvu. Users also have the ability to block other people, um, and this can be controlled and updated from within the privacy and security settings of the app. Now one of the best pieces of advice that I can give parents today is that if you're going to be buying technology for your children, um, and that's particularly important with Christmas just around the corner, that you become familiar with some of the apps which your children might be using. Pay attention to the rating of the app. The chances are that they're probably going to be exposed to some sort of content which is not suitable for their particular age. The platforms and apps are changing all the time and as parents of digital natives we need to be at least one step ahead at all times. What I mentioned on last week's podcast becomes really really important. It's important that you teach children not to accept friend requests from strangers. Don't send images uh, to people who they don't know and especially content which they don't want to come back to haunt them at a later date. And always use the privacy settings and block users you don't know and report inappropriate content. Each week on the show we're trying to cover one or two new smartphone apps which young people are using. If you know a particular app which you think we should cover on the show, please do send me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or drop me an email to hello at waynedenner.com. I would love to hear from you. So let's now take a quick look at what's been happening in the world of social media and here's a rundown on the latest social media news. And continuing our theme with messaging based apps, it looks like we have a new messaging app on the way called Pip. Let's Pip, as it's called on its website, is not currently available in the UK. The app allows users to send specific messages to friends via the app. For example, I'm running late, call me, send my location, or send my weather. We keep you posted on developments with Pip and let you know when it lands in the UK App Store. But do we need another messaging-based app? According to its creators, we do. Facebook is relaunching Slingshot. Slingshot app which allows you to sling a picture to a friend, but in order for that friend to view the picture, they must sling you back one back. 
It's kind of how it works. The main difference now is that you can immediately see big visual previews of your friends' slings rather than having to open it to review what they have been up to. Kind of like how it works on Snapchat. With the update, users can also now search for people to follow. It remains to be seen if Slingshot will cause a dent to the success of Snapchat. I highly doubt it. A photo-based uh, wedding sharing app, Wedding Picks, has raised 4.25 million in Series B funding. According to the co-founder Justin Miller, Wed Picks was hosting over 6,000 weddings per weekend during the summer with 175,000 guests joining and users uploading a photo every second. To date, 400,000 couples have signed up for the service and the company has reached 2.5 million users, brides and grooms and guests combined. Across all its metrics, growth has been up 200%, Miller has said. And that about wraps us up for another week of the Digital Dilemma podcast. It's been an honour and a privilege to have you listening. Don't forget if you've got any ideas or suggestions of things you'd like us to cover on the Digital Dilemma podcast, please do drop me an email to hello at waynedenner.com or send me a tweet to at waynedenner. Don't forget you can pick up a copy of my new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, which is available from my website waynedenner.com from Friday the 12th of December. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and don't forget to tune in next week to The Digital Dilemma. This episode is over, but thanks for listening. Check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com. And follow him on Twitter, at Wayne Denner. We'll see you next time on The, the Digital, Digital Dilemma, Dilemma with Wayne, Wayne Denner. Denner.